So hi everyone and welcome to Race at Beasley's 2023 Black History Month panel. Um, this year's theme is saluting our sisters in the UK and we are going to discuss some of the topics that we feel will be good for people at Beasley to know and understand for black women and we've got a great panel here um, starting with Mary Otishele. Um, hi everyone, my name is Mary Otishele and I am a claims assistant at Beasley but I'm now taking on a new role as a claims governance support manager and I have been here for almost three years, so two and a heavy amount. <laughs> we have Sinead Hillman. Hi everyone, I'm Sinead Hillman, I'm a business analyst in BC Digital, I've been here for two and a half years. And Shamisa Chimbo. Hi everyone, my name is Shamiso Chimbo and I'm a Scrum Master in Finance and I've been at BZ for three years. And finally, Mary Anoja. Hi everyone, I am Mary Anoja. I've been at BZ since May last year. Um, and yeah, I'm the Head of Operational Risk. Really excited about this conversation. Brilliant. So we have a few questions um, and topics that we'd like to kind of cover over in this podcast and first of all we'd like to kind of go towards how experiences have changed and evolved from growing up to entering the workplace. Um, first of all Mary Anoja tell me more about your experience. That's an interesting one um, in terms of how my experience um, has been from growing and I suppose entering into the workplace I would say that um, I was raised in Nigeria. So um, I moved to England in my early teens. Um, and so I've always been required to adapt to change in some form or another. Uh, so when I think about growing up um, and entering the workplace, I would say perhaps because I've always had to adapt to change, it's meant it, it meant that that transition was somewhat easy because it was just another thing I had to adapt to. So yeah, um, I think I've been quite fortunate in that all of that change just meant that I could slip into a workplace and I wouldn't say I mean I didn't struggle but I I think it was relatively easier because I had a mindset that was resilient and you know willing to 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 to, to, to mold to whatever the status quo was hopefully that answers your question yeah I'd like to add to that another part of how have you then managed to find success from this adaptation? It's very interesting. Um, I would say uh, when I think about my my experience, um, I, I think of two worlds. So as mentioned, um, I grew up in Nigeria. I spent my early teens or grew up in Nigeria. And um, in terms of the culture, I mean, I was raised to be hardworking, you know, uh, resilient, um, and confident. And I, I think that's something that was definitely input in me growing up. And then moving to the UK, having to adapt to especially UK culture, um, I learned to be open minded, um, to, to, to embrace different cultures, different mindsets. And I think a combination of both has just meant that when I'm in the workplace, yeah, I can pull, you know, draw from what I learned in Nigeria, but also be open enough to recognize that I don't know it all, um, I haven't seen it all, and really just learn from different people from different backgrounds. And I think as a people, um, people are, are 
in general, people are willing to to, to interact with people who are open minded. So I think that's definitely really helped in terms of my career and just building relationships and gaining knowledge and you know proving to people that you're capable of doing whatever's been put in front of you. Brilliant. Thank you. And Marriott Schilling, please tell me for, me for your experience, because I know you're quite junior in your career. Um, tell me tell me about how coming into the workplace has been for you. Yeah, sure. So um, I am also of Nigerian descent, but I was born and raised in East London, such Essex, depends um, what side of the map you're looking at it from. But um, I think uh, growing up, so my secondary school was very multicultural. I mean, I had like head of years and teachers who were black women. So I often saw people who were similar to me. I was often found that I was like me as a person. I found I felt found that I was reflected in that way. Um, going to uni, of course, it's a much larger pool. And it's where I definitely met a lot of people from different socioeconomic backgrounds, different races and ethnic groups. Um, in some of my lectures, I was actually, you know, the only black person there. So um, it really did help me to also adapt to that change and just to really understand the different backgrounds, people's different interests. I met people not only from like different countries, but different areas of the UK that I may have not heard heard from or heard of rather. So um, yeah, it was very, definitely very interesting and it was a great experience. And then being able to carry that into the workplace, um, it helps you really diversify your thoughts and approach people in different ways to learn about people's different backgrounds. And um, yeah, I'd say. Excellent. Thank you. Now, I think culture and heritage plays a key part for us as black people. Um, but I would like for each of us to really highlight what it, what how what and how it's played on us or on you, sorry, should I say on you guys so far coming into your career? Um so Shamisa, if you could start for us. Yeah, sure. Um, I was born in Zimbabwe and I moved to the UK when I was seven. So when I made that move, it was a very big culture shock for me, just trying to expect, trying to um, adapt to a completely different culture. And it was a very eye opening experience. I found that as I've moved on with my career, it's something that's helped me just because I've been able to sort of relate to people that come from all different walks of life. So it has been beneficial. Brilliant. Nate, I know that you come from a different heritage to Shimisa. Um, tell us how that is that has been for you. Yeah, of course. It's it's funny because um I often try to shy away from referring to the black culture as being homogenous. But especially in this room, we really do all share that same background and ethics. We grew up to be hardworking and our parents drilled in how important it was to be the best and to achieve good things. Um, I All of my formative years were in South London. So in terms of having, yes, I had diverse exposure, but being the outsider wasn't really exposed to me. The people around me looked and sounded just like me. Um, but that Caribbean culture of hard work, so I'm Caribbean, um, I should flag, but that the morals around working really hard and needing to perform and excel, especially to reflect the heritage of your parents and their reputation, and definitely shaped who I am today. And it's probably the reason that we've all worked so hard in school and have got to these positions. So it's drilled into you from day one. 
Definitely, I think I agree with you as well. Um, as a man, first of all, but as a black man, um, Mary Onodra, can you tell us how Heritage has had an impact on your career so far? Yeah, um, I think it, it aligns well with what I said initially. Um, and I think we, we've all kind of honed in on the same theme, themes around just being raised to, to, to be hardworking. Um, I think, you know, that's definitely something that coming from a Nigerian um, uh, uh, I suppose background or a Nigerian home, it's definitely something that, you know, that's innate in you. You're, you're raised to, to be hardworking, to be resilient um, and to have a can-do attitude. Um, and I'd say it's quite interesting because sometimes, you know, you, I found that I put myself forward for things that I don't necessarily, I'm not 100% certain that I can do it. But because I have that mentality of, yeah, yeah, fine, just give it to me and I'll I'll make sense of it. That's kind of opened doors for me. So in a sense, I wouldn't say daring, but um, there's definitely a level of confidence that um, I, I found that's, I, I wouldn't say prevalent amongst Nigerians. I mean, I, I do know quite a number of Nigerians, but th there's just a mindset that we have. Um, and I think that probably has really helped me in my career because it's meant that I just, I go for stuff and I'm happy to take those chances and, you know, learn on the, learn on the job and just, yeah. So I'd say, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say hard working and confidence are, are two key things that have been input in me from growing up and it's definitely helped propel me in my career. Thank you. Um, finally, Mary Artifilet. Yeah, I definitely um, agree with what all the ladies have said. Um, I agree with you, Mary, as well, like being being Nigerian too, you know, it's this, you're, it's really drummed into you from an early age to, you know, work hard, to be the best, to be the top of the class. Mm -hmm. um, as a youngest child, my parents kind of let me <laughs> let me be a bit more relaxed <laughs> it wasn't as it wasn't too drunk into me but um my mom definitely has always said you know you need to be bold you need to speak up and you need to work hard and have the best outcome and being like the first generation born and raised here because obviously my parents moved over here um it's also um had an impact on me where I'm, i see how far they've come um like moving countries is not very it's not very easy to move and resettle somewhere and to be successful at that as well so that has um subconsciously made me have a good work ethic to know that you know things are possible the sky is the limit essentially so yeah thank you um it's nice to hear that everyone shares similar like ethic in terms of mm -hmm. hard working although sometimes it can be seen like that we have that you have to work harder it just shows that you've show pride in how hard working you are as well um which is really nice to hear um considering this year's theme of saluting our sisters i think it's important to like help everyone else understand and know how not only can we salute you guys but to continue supporting you guys and i would love to hear some of your thoughts on how we can continue to support black women to help progress and to be as successful as they can be. Um, start with um, Mary and Nodra, please. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what would I say? Uh, let me, I would say in all honesty, um, the way I see it, I'd say just view me, we have the same blood that runs through our veins, is w w the way I see it. And by that, I mean um, across 
all different cultures and races and ethnicities, you know, it's, it's the same blood. So see me as the same way you see your sister, your mother, your best friend, your daughter, um, and stand up, you know, speak against any force that tries to um, speak to differences. So as long as you view me with those lenses or you view every black woman or black person or person of um, ethnic background with those lenses, I think we could all live and work better. Hopefully that answers your question. It does, it does. And a question for you to add is, what, ha what ha have you had an experience that you can share with us that's been contributive to your success and supporting you that you can share with us? In in what sense? In what regard? In in for your career, in terms of like helping you progress, or maybe to help you overcome a challenge. Um, could you share something that's like you've seen or you've experienced that someone's done to help you get further? Um. So what I will say that that I think is quite pertinent. Um, in terms of career progress and success, is mentorship. Um, I, I, I think there's a lot of value in having somebody who's walked the ground that you want to walk because, you know, they've seen a lot of things that you're likely going to experience and you're better off learning from their experiences than having to do that yourself. So um, throughout my career, I've definitely looked to have mentors, i.e. people in my field, or if I think, actually, I don't want to work in risk, I want to work, maybe say, in internal audit, you know, aligning myself with somebody in that world, just so that I can learn from them. So I think that's been key um, in terms of uh, pro my, my progression. But in addition to that, I would say relationships. Um, and, and I think that's a word that's probably um often overused but um I, I can't speak more boldly about the, the importance and the power of relationships and all that really means is just finding something that you have in common with another individual and cultivating that you know just continuing to build on that and it could be work related or not you know but the idea is you have that connection and that connection could lead to God knows a host of things in the years to come, but you don't do it because of what it can lead to. You do it because of that connection. So really just pursuing opportunities that enable you to connect with people. Um, I, I can't um, rate that enough. I think it's spoken about a lot, but it's probably one of the most important things that have propelled me um, in my career throughout the years. Thank you very much for sharing that. Um, now, Sinead, I think that when you come to Beasley, like it, we all feel like there's an experience that we come and we join like a family. Um, <laughs> but I want to know like how we could continue to support you mm. and to support other people around you as well. I think, um, personally, I can agree with Mary and Ishmael. I think that sentiment of um, of treating black women like anyone else is really important. I think far too often with people with really good intentions, this isn't a criticism, but people are very well intentioned in trying to support others and consequently isolate or distinguish this, those specific groups. And so we talk about the black women experience completely separately 
to general feminism or to general women's experience as though they are separate groups. And it, it, sometimes it's useful to identify what distinguishes people. It's, it's beneficial to point out how the Black uh, African experience might be separate to the Black Caribbean experience. But I think treating us as one functioning group is always really useful. Um, but perhaps specific to me, and maybe it's a bit controversial, I find that what helps me the most is when the responsibility isn't always placed on me to do the work. Too often we are tasked with leading the conversation, organising events. Um, and actually, groups, BZ Race is brilliant. Uh, the BZ Network is fantastic. But sometimes we need to pass on that responsibility to the people who also are dealing with the labour. If you need to do the work, you shouldn't also have the trauma. Mm -hmm. And I think if we want to grow as a business and grow as individuals, everyone needs to be responsible for that. And yes, in part, that is that is mentorship. It is supporting the people around you. It's, it's helping out across your team. But it's exactly like you said, right, joining and expecting this new experience of having, I joined and had people ask me um, how insurance was for black women. And so I became this spokesperson. It was very well-intentioned and it was actually really useful and led to really engaging conversations. But I shouldn't have to do that labour all of the time because I've been doing it for 28 years and I've <laughs> I I just have a couple of days off. <laughs> I think that would be nice. Yeah. And people mean well, but I think sometimes I would just like to be a woman who's going about my day. Okay, thank you. Shamisa, I would love to hear how we can help support you too. Yeah, um, I just want to echo Mary and Sinead's statements. I think first and foremost, as they've said, the most important thing is just to be mindful that black women are individuals just like everyone else. Um, I think there's such strong stereotypes of black women which are really portrayed in the media and I think people don't realise how those can actually have quite negative consequences for people in real life. Um, I think it's great to be in an environment where people can actually be their full selves and sometimes because of those stereotypes it means that people can't actually be that way. Mm -hmm. um, I find that at times maybe I have to be extra mindful at work and for me it's a mix of not wanting to have stereotypes placed on me and then also not wanting um, to be a bad representation for other people as well so they have to deal with those stereotypes so I think yeah it's really important for people just to treat black women like individuals. And have you had any experiences that can that you can share with us that people can take away and say, you know, I want to replicate that. I want to do those things to continue supporting. Not specific experiences. I'll just say that um, I guess when I first joined BZ, I had a lot of people who reached out to me who just formed relationships with me in a nice, normal way. And just doing that is the best thing that you can do, just forming bonds with people. Brilliant. Thank you. Maria Shelley. Um, great point, ladies. I really fully agree as well. And I'd say just to add to that is just to listen. Um, we've had like, uh, I know it sounds simple because, you know, you can hear, but I think listening is and then carrying that along is very, very impactful. I think we've all shared such gems. And I think that sometimes um, we can have these great panels and these great discussions and then lovely to, it's lovely to listen to or to watch. 
and then we kind of go back to the norm or we don't really take away what was really said so I think that um that's a really important part just to I guess humanize us and just to carry that so that we can in turn progress you know as as a people as a company so that you can help maybe black women in your life outside of work and so on and so forth and to understand that we are also like as much as we've shared a lot of similar experiences uh, we're not a monolith you know every individual is very different so certain approaches are really key just the way you would tailor your approach to maybe an introverted person or extroverted you can do that with just people who are your peers in the workplace just in a friendly way as just people that you value so i definitely say that would be really helpful thank you thank you all for um, sharing so far um i think it's nice to hear that there is a positive outlook on things um and there's also a continuation that is required for us to continue supporting black women um i'd, I'd really like to know what black history month means to you um going forward i think we can do much more like, as we do something already but i think It'd be nice to know what we can continue to do for for our black women. Um, so yeah, I'll start with Sinead and ask. Thanks, Angie. Um, I think Black History Month to me is an opportunity to learn uh, and to listen, exactly like Mary said. Um, we we often feel like we know a lot by virtue of our own experience, but both for myself and even broader across the world really it's an opportunity to learn about other people because we're not one group we're not homogenous and um, it's quite important that we have that time that's carved out where everyone is aware of the topic and that's the value of the month you can learn at any point in the year I think that's really important where you have a month set aside it encourages conversations that's quite useful it's it's a calendar safe space is what I'd call it yeah it means that Please tell us what Black History Month means to you. Um, Black History Month means a lot to me. Um, it's something that I feel like I appreciate more and more as the years go by. Um, I think in the past in school, for me, um, at my school, it wasn't really celebrated. So it was either it was missed or like a very small celebration. So I didn't really experience it back then. Um, I feel like now during Black History Month, it's just an opportunity for me to learn a lot about black British history in particular, things that I wouldn't necessarily have known before. Um, also a chance for me to attend like events and festivals that are focused on black culture and supporting black businesses. Thank you. And Shane. Um, I think Black History Month is great. <laughs> um, it's definitely a nice time to celebrate I like to celebrate the wins and to learn more. I think that typically Black History Month has been centered around Martin Luther King, um, oppression and American, Black American history. And obviously it's very important to learn and study that, but we have a very thriving um, community here in England where we are. So, you know, it's lovely to know about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and stuff, but we have champions and people to celebrate within our cultures. Um, in some of the boroughs we actually live in, some of the areas in the country that we live in. So I think it's great to celebrate um, the Black Black British history. And um, yeah, I think it's a nice time. I think Busy um, do a good job of celebrating it, of recognising it, and not only honing in on um, 
the oppression and the trauma and things like that, but also to celebrate key individuals. I think, yeah, sometimes you can find yourself when it's time for Black History Month, you can find yourself only focusing on um, the negative side. And I don't say that to negate it because it's extremely important as well, but it's not healthy to constantly focus on just that. And it's great to also celebrate the wins. So. Definitely. Finally, Yeah, I mean, I echo all that's being said. Um, what I will say, and I guess really just honing in on the point is, I, I think it's a great opportunity. And I think um, everyone has said this to, to learn. Um, I found it, even from my perspective as well, there's a lot that I've learned. But in terms of the wider UK community, I think it's a great opportunity to learn. But also, as Mary mentioned, um, to celebrate black excellence, if, if I can call it that. Um, and I think that's really important because, um, as also has been said today, you know, a lot of the times we hear about a lot of negative stuff in the press and in the media. So just the opportunity to go, actually, there's a lot more to the story. And here is you know, a month where we'll dedicate it to, 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 to showcase excellence that exists in this community I think it's I think it's great um I wish I had this growing up and I think it'd be very good for you know um teenagers and people who are young growing up now seeing that actually there are a lot of role models in the UK who are doing great things and really just inspire them to be great um so yeah it's it's, it's a great opportunity to just celebrate black culture and black excellence and I wholly support it Brilliant. Oh, this, it, that really makes me happy to hear. Um, and it shows how, how like, I think as black women, you you guys are progressing and succeeding. Like, I, I, I think at a rate that people aren't really acknowledging. So I think this year and the, with, of, of the theme of saluting our black sisters, it's, it's been really good to try and bring Black women to the forefront in a positive way. And I think we should continue to do that. Um, so I'm glad that we've had the chance to kind of speak on this panel and I'm glad to have heard your thoughts. I think it's been really, really good. Um, and I just wanted to know if anyone has any final thoughts or opinion to share before we kind of wrap up. Just a thank you. It has been really nice. I've always appreciated the kind of spaces that mean that we can have these chats and we can feel open and, and safe for the conversation. So thank you for facilitating. Yes. And just thank you for engaging. Um, that's really good. Yeah, no, agreed. Thanks very yeah, much. Thank <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>